Thanks for clocking in to Becoming a Better Nurse podcast. I'm Rebecca. And Aaron. Together, we like to offer ideas, conversations, and solutions to help educate, elevate, and empower nurses. You know, here and there, you'll learn something in life that you want to take over to um, work. Um, And sometimes it helps you know maybe you go to church and they teach you a topic on spirituality and you kind of bring it over to work and it helps out and then sometimes you have some CEUs that you do and they actually are helfull <laughs> you're not just clicking through them and getting them done just to get your hours in you're actually paying attention and you're like you know what some of the stuff actually I can actually use um, but anyway so Rebecca went through a CEU and it was, the topic was on happiness and she thought hey you know what this is some really interesting stuff that I can use um, just not just in nursing but in life generally so it's interesting that some of these CEUs touch on other topics and not just nursing. Um, it touches on spirituality and mindfulness and all these things that is something that the world really needs nowadays. So I'll, I'll let Rebecca tell you what she thinks. Well, like many of you in downtime, I was trying to find CEUs to do and I came across happiness. And I've been on a mission to try to find my inner peace, my inner happiness. Because I've mentioned before in other podcasts that, you know, I struggle with certain things uh, regarding my um, people pleasing or my lost friends or new friends and just finding my place. So when I came across this, I learned some interesting facts about happiness. And it also talked about how it can, how we can impress upon happiness, our happiness with our patients and how we can make our patients happier. And it was very good. It was a very good article about just general well-being and number one that was part of it was that there's happiness and there's well-being and happiness can be a short term obviously when you're eating a good meal if you're at a present state of happiness and then you return back to where you were before and then there's this um then there's the eudonia which is where your level of happiness is and there is scientific proof that people are happier and other than other people you have a set baseline of happiness and so that's where you kind of level you you tend to level to so like you're the the state of happiness when you have a high level happiness for a moment it's called hedonia and then you have eudonia which is where your level is so then those are totally separate from well-being and so there was the the article said that well-being is actually to quote it it said the presence of positive emotions and moods and the absence of negative emotions that has a satisfying life with fulfillment and positive functioning so how much do you guys want to have a well-being in your life that's the biggest part and biggest goal in my opinion so um having well-being is where i want to strive to be it's interesting that you said um that some people are born happier and because it makes sense because like some people actually are born more depressed and you know they have high levels of depression I don't know if it has to do with the uh, um, type of um, uh, dopamine receptors and all that stuff in their brains but I know some people who are parents are um, who have depression in their family it runs in the family and some folks end up basically are more depressed in general than, than the average population and it's just chemistry um, the way their chemistry is made up I don't want to say it's imbalances which which you can argue that it is um, but you know sometimes people um, are born just a certain way because of the genetics and so it's interesting to hear the opposite because you hear so much of it okay um, depression runs in the family anxiety runs in the family and so that 
goes down through the generations. Also addiction. I hear addictions, genetics, and that goes down through generations. But then ha- hearing happiness, you know, it's a complete turnaround because you know our society and all of us um, are just so burnt out and, and negative all the time. That's that's all we talk about, just depression and anxiety and all these things. But it's nice to hear that happiness is something that travels down through generations and it also can be uh, genetic okay so there are actual studies that say a patient's health including positive satisfaction of their life they have better health and then they also have a study where it says patients have dissatisfaction are found to have more associated higher health care risks and costs in their life so how do we know this is um how do we find that this is actual proof? Well, you know, we've all heard of the physical benefits of happiness. You have dis- decreased heart rate, decreased blood pressure. You have improved heart health, decreased cortisol levels. You have a better immune system. All that stuff helps with your health. And how do you? And if you're positive, if you have a happy, happy life, happy outlook, those things are more chronic in nature. The good parts of your life, so the chronic lower cortisol levels, chronic better heart healthy. So it makes sense that you're going to have an overall better health. So happiness is something we can try to encourage in our patients, and that can help improve their health. Um, find find things and ways that they can enjoy a good movie, a music, a, a art, something, find something that they enjoy that you can help bring their happiness level up. It might not be long term, but at least we can do something about it. And I think this article that I was reading had a lot to do with that. It's like we we can we can make an impact in our patients' lives by being happy. And that also helped me understand where happiness falls. So there are a lot of things about happiness that's genetic they even did things about twins that talked about um, genetics were still 50% of their happiness but then life circumstances had a lot to do with it as well so how do we go through life trying to stay happy and where do you find your level of happiness they also said that the level of happiness that you live at you can raise that and that is through meditation, through journaling, through finding gratitude, by being having a sense of well-being, by volunteering, by helping others. They said all that stuff can raise your um, happiness level so that you can stay at a happier level more often. So you have to, uh, that's, I mean, that's kind of hard though sometimes because I mean, I mean, obviously you have to force yourself to do, to do things to be happy, but does it always have to be based around doing something I mean can you just be happy well I mean I guess you have to practice being happy if you're not doing things okay so I get you're trying to say you don't want to just put forth the effort to be happy you can just try to be happy half the time is that what you're saying yeah I guess yeah I guess so I mean it's like you're forcing yourself to be happy well not forcing but you have to do stuff in order to be happy Actually, you do. That's part of it. And they, this article is talking about how you, the things you can do. Do they? They say actually, social networks are a big factor in you being happy and finding ha- chronic happiness. They were saying that you connect socially, virtually, or in person. They recommend in person social contacts are more beneficial. But even the virtual ones, if they uplift you, they make you feel better, and they have an impact in your life in a positive way. Then that still is considered socially um, enhanced 
So that's a big connection. The social connections were one of the strategies to being happy. They also wanted, said, um, that you can tend to your body by being physically healthy. If you, um, if you aren't in pain, how much, how much do we know about chronic pain? People are miserable and you can't, it's hard to be happy through chronic pain. So you can tend to your body physically through yoga, health, exercise, things like that. So for me, I tend to get a little sad when I'm trying to tend to my body and I get pain. So that was something that I had to work through. But because I enjoy certain physical attributes of my life, I I find that benefits way outweigh the um, cons for that one. So, yeah, I, I mean, we've had patients where they're just you know chronic pain, depressed, and with depression, just causes more issues. Um, I think I th- it might increase your chances of like heart disease and stroke. Um, or vice versa but anyways the thing is you know when you in that state of mind when you start being negative you, you don't tend to take care of yourself as much I would imagine I mean you're less likely to exercise because you're not motivated you're depressed you're more likely to um, use substance substances more likely to smoke more likely to drink more and abuse more just because um, it's almost like you need something to kind of um, fill that hole or that hole in your heart or the hole in your head or whatever it is you might need because of the depression. So uh, depression on, on the other spectrum, is, is it's pretty dangerous because you're at risk for all these other, um, I guess, at-risk behaviors because of the depression. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure some people you hear that they're prone to depression and that could be just their level of happiness factor. And if they're not working on their levelness, their level being higher, I think life situations and your physical act, your physical um, state and then your it can affect your mental state and can probably lower your happiness threshold. So you get to a state where you're chronically depressed because you can't. you've altered it somehow um this this article was really interesting because it actually had a big a big section on how to be happy by forgiving it was very interesting and as long as you might not be religious but in the bible ever the bible talks about this all the time forgiving keeping your body healthy keeping your mind healthy being spiritual giving charity um, how many times it, this the Bible is full of stories about that, and all that's supposed to leave you a, a happy, well, happy life full of well of purpose and feeling of feeling of well being, right? So in this article, it's science based, but it has forgiving people is a big factor in being happy because you hold on to regret, you hold on to shame, you hold on to anger, all of that stuff is negative. Um, it, to you physically and mentally and we're trying to enhance your physical and your mental spirit so forgiving and not living in the past and learning from your past mistakes without living in there is going to be a big factor in that yeah. that's actually that's really interesting um the forgiveness part must be hard i mean what if somebody like really hurt you um but i mean i would imagine forgiveness is, is never easy you can't just say okay i forgive you and and move on I think there's a process for the you know the whole thing. If you've seen a therapist, I'm sure there's um, steps to obtaining that and realizing um, that forgiveness is more about letting go, letting go, and not letting this person control you emotionally anymore than uh, anymore, basically. And um, that's a hard thing to do, especially if somebody hurts you really bad, badly. Um, 
but it's interesting because I'm, I'm thinking about myself and I'm like, you know what? I can be happy at times and then I can be really depressed and boring at times. So it's like I go, I go back and forth and I don't know if it, like, it's clinical depression or anything like that. It's just more like I'm feeling lazy. I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to just lay, lay out. I don't want to socialize and I'm kind of like an introvert. Um, well, I am an introvert, so I try, try to avoid social situations. But I, I, I enjoy one-to-ones with, like, with, uh, with Rebecca or just uh, watching a good movie or exercising. That, that pumps me up. Or doing stuff like art that's like more private time, which helps my happiness levels. Um, but when it comes to social gatherings and stuff, that increases my, my anxiety and uh, I would prefer not to. So um, it's, I'm sure it's different for every person and every personality. I think what you need to look at is what kind of drives you and what gives you that boost of energy. Um, and for me, it's like going to theaters, watching plays, spending time with my uh, significant other. Um, and, and what doesn't help me is you know, being in social settings and um, having all these people around you. Well, we've, we have repeatedly talked about our differences when it comes to social situations and what we um, gain energy from and what drains us. But I do know I have valued our one-on-ones and my relationship with Aaron and then my relationships with the ones that mean the, mean the most to me. That has given me a better sense of well-being and, and um, happiness in my life. I find purpose in those relationships more. And I'm still in the process of trying to find the 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 more valuable, purposeful relationships that I want to spend quality time pursuing. And some of that is with myself and just spending more time on me and what I need and my, my goals and trying to attain them. So that's been a real happiness boost for me and and it's also been a struggle because I have to say goodbye to some things so I'm in the process of trying to find that happiness quotient um, to where I can have the next part half of my life being fulfilled and increasing my happiness meter to or baseline to be even more so I feel I'm on I'm on my way and the journey is going to be um, interesting and I will share any new situations I have and lessons I've learned with you guys and I guess to summarize basically happiness is something that you can um you can create by doing actions. So if you're at home, if you're more, you know, more uh, sad or just depressed, you know, there's certain things you can do that can boost your your happiness levels. And I'm I'm saying this is not <clears throat> the cure for depression. We're not saying that. We're not saying if you do this, you won't be depressed anymore because people who have um, depression clinically, they need uh, to you know see therapy. They need uh, medication to kind of help them get through that hump. But in the sense of just a general sense of happiness, that it's really about actions and seeing and um, doing things outside of yourself, like. For example, forgiveness, serving others to increase those levels of happiness. So uh, let us know your stories. Time to clock out. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please hit the like button and subscribe. Stat. Follow us on Instagram. You can find us on Becoming a Better Nurse. Until next time.